Thank you for listening to Confidence Equals Beauty with Amanda Taylor podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Taylor. I am a trained mental health therapist with years of experience working with people of all ages. I am passionate about helping others find their own inner confidence and overcoming negative stigmas. I've spent my entire life trying to help others in their times in need, but I was struggling to overcome my own insecurities, trying to show up how I thought others wanted me to be. It was not until I finally reached inside myself and gained my own confidence, I was really going to find my true passion and purpose and wanting to help others do the same. I want to help you discover how beautiful and wonderful you are using my own life experiences and tips. Here we will talk about all topics that can help you find your own true confidence because confidence equals beauty. Hey guys and welcome to podcast number three. I just want to thank you for spending the time with me and whatever you're doing for the day. I appreciate your time and your effort. Um, Today we are going to talk about 10 new habits to do every day. In last week's episode, I talked about three foundation habits to build confidence. And if you did not listen to that podcast, please go back to podcast two and check it out. We discussed, you know, three habits, the habits of training your mind and rewriting your story, the habits of being optimistic, and the habit of being an action taker. And this week, I want to build on last week and talk about 10 habits you can do every day to help with building confidence. And can I just say that working on building confidence really is no joke. It is a process that challenges, and like it challenges everything about you. And when I started this process to build my own confidence, you know, I really did not consider that it would have to, I would have to make some major life changing habits in order to believe in myself. And the process to building confidence in yourself is something that you have to continue to work on, especially if you've been struggling for years to just have your own confidence, especially confidence in yourself. So for me, I had to do a lot of self-reflection and figuring out what was going on in myself that was causing me to second guess everything about who I am. And so these are some of the things that I have kind of looked up, some of the things that I have kind of come up with myself, some things, these are some advices from other people along the way. Uh, So here are some lifestyle changings or habits that I started incorporating into my everyday life to help me build up my self-esteem. And I hope these 10 things will help you out. So the first thing is write it down. So I'm a big believer in writing everything down that goes on in your brain. Journaling is often a term utilized. So if you're getting all those thoughts out, it also can help you clear your mind. So for me, when I'm going through something and I have a lot of emotions or thoughts behind what is happening, I find it so useful just to write it out and get it out so I'm not stuck dwelling on the situation. Many things I write are just everyday activities, the good, bad, and ugly that come into my mind. But once I'm able to kind of do a mental dump and I get it out, I can usually move on and not feel so stuck. Also, if you're anything like me and you are wearing so many different hats, 
to just get through the day, you know, I encourage you grab your phone when you are in mid thought and just record those thoughts out loud. Um, sometimes I'm, you know, putting them in my notebook on my phone or, you know, I'm just kind of, sometimes it's a piece of paper I grab and I just kind of write whatever's happening, but I think just getting it out helps. I think there's so much power in hearing yourself or reading about yourself and what you're going through. I also believe that when you look back, you know, maybe days later or years later, your perspective is different and you can see where you work through something and like what was going on. So the second thing I want you to work on is set goals and keep your focus on those goals. I really think having daily goals, month goals, and year goals really help build confidence. Goals are a way to see progress in yourself and be proud of what you've done. So for me, this looks like a list for the day. Um, so I'm a very realistic person. And so when I'm making my list, I really have to keep like who I am in mind. Um, I know that nothing really ever goes completely as planned. You know, you have kids, you have marriage, you have, you know, jobs, you have volunteer, you have, I mean, you just have anything and everything that happens in your life. So like I said, let's just kind of be realistic when you are making goals. So for me, I try to end up making like three daily goals just to help me get something accomplished. So a like, so an example of this goal would be like one load of laundry, washed and dried, folded and put away. Maybe wash my personal dishes and utensils after I use and put it in the drying rack. Maybe pick up two things laying on the floor and put it in correct in the correct place. And as you see, these are not big goals to accomplish, but they are realistic and that can get done in a day and feel a sense of accomplishment. And that can help establish, you know, the confidence that I did a good job that day. And of course, each day may get harder. And some days the goals may be trivial because I just need a break for the day. And when you are focusing on your goals and plans, you can stay on course and not get distracted by unimportant things. Let me use a month goal. An example of a month goal is to take out, take one day out, like with my kids, like do a social outing or something with them that it's not typical school or extracurricular activity. I usually try to set the date and plan. And this helps me know that I am booked with something that is important for me and my family. In the event that someone requests something from me or tries to create unnecessary stress, I can easily say no because my focus is that goal. I know that I do not have to change the date with my family and my family will appreciate this time together. And that to me is so important. If you have a goal of maybe building up your business, set out a few goals. You can either do a daily, like three contacts a day, or each week you have a benchmark that you would like to reach. Each month set a goal to make movement to help you with your business. And so I find that confident people are making conscious decisions and efforts to work towards goals. And this creates momentum for the person. This motivation can look like physical, emotional, spiritual, and maybe mental. And when they're working on this and it creates motivation, which creates confidence, 
when you work towards these goals. So moving on to number three. Let that positive body language shine to the world. And when you have positive body language, you are sending communication out to the universe that you can have the confidence or that you are confident in anything that you're doing. So this is something I want you to posture your body and try to work on every day. Walk with your head high, your shoulders back, arms not crossed in front of you. Try to hold yourself up with a good posture and smile. If you cannot smile, then please relax that face. No one wants to remember you as a woman with the resting blank face. You fill in whatever word you want to put in there, but I have heard it said, and you know, you don't want to remember as that woman with that face. I found that even if I make myself have good posture, I actually am signaling to my brain that I am confident, or at least that I'm making progress towards confidence. So if you're not aware of your body and the way your body posture is, ask someone you trust to give you their perspective so you can change it up. So remember when you are asking for advice and those people um, that you're, you know, you're trying to get the feedback on and what's going on and how your body looks, remember not to take that feedback personally or defensive. Just take the different perspective and try to work on it. So number four, try to aim for better time management. Okay, huge confession here. This is definitely not my strength. I am the person, if you were to bet on to be late, you would win every time. I have learned that confident people have a habit on focusing on their time management. Most of the time, a confident person is on time and they show up put together and focused and they're focused on the task at hand. When you are running late, there's so much anxiety that is created. You show up flustered, you show up unprepared. So I encourage you to set alarms before the event, to have checkpoints to be ready by in order to be on time. So for me, this looks like 30 minutes before I need to walk out the door, my alarm clock is going to remind me you should have clothes on or you should have your makeup done or is the backpack ready or the child um, diaper bag. I mean, it, it looks different for me for each day, but you should have like, that's how my alarms are set. If I know I have to wake up at be somewhere at seven o'clock in the morning, I'm probably going to wake up at five 30 to give me plenty of time to get ready. Um, if I know it's going to take me 30 minutes to get somewhere, I'm going to leave 15 minutes earlier just so I can make it on time. Whether I show up 15 minutes early or not, that's okay because then at least I can prepare myself, get myself grounded before I can go to an event. So I think it's very important if this is something you struggle with, do anything and everything possible to try to get yourself on time. Time management is something that will never be perfected. However, it can be a skill to work on to improve your life. And what I find is confident people do make daily effort to maximize their time because they know the value of their time. And this helps them achieve success in life. So when you are aware of things you need to get done, you value the time 
it would take to get things done. And so I encourage you really work on that time management. So you're not wasting your day away or you're like at the end of your work day, you're like, I got nothing done because I played on Facebook the whole time or scrolled through a website that I liked or I was shopping, you know, really be managed, be mindful and manage that time of yours. So number five, it is okay to say no to things that do not help you. I think prioritizing is the key here for building confidence. Confident people know that to be successful in their life, they need to be able to say no. So an example here is I keep to a routine and schedule to make sure every kid and person gets their activities on time. This is a priority, a priority for me because I want my family to experience anything and everything to help them grow and be better humans. There are so many times I have to tell people, no, we cannot come over and visit because it is important for us to be a family when all of our kids are together. So this is a whole blended family situation. We have stepkids and biological kids and we're all mixed in together. And so sometimes when we are all together, it is important for us to stick put and be together so we can build those relationships with one another. Um, so if the request does not align or respect my values and belief, I often have to say no, because I do not need the extra stress to take away from what I need to focus on. So this is not an easy habit to change, especially if you're a people pleaser um, and you just naturally have a hard time saying no. Um, I do believe that after time and effort with practicing this habit, it does become easier. And I think you will learn how to start to determine what to say no and yes to. Um, I think when you're a people pleaser, this is definitely more and more complicated, but I do encourage you find out what is very important to you. And here's a kicker. Others, they may get offended because you said no. And they may need to work on themselves and to have a better understanding of who you are. So moving on to number six, go after new challenges. Go after something that makes you feel completely out of your comfort zone. The only way to build confidence is to do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. So a person who is confident may be scared at the first initial thought of the challenge. However, they do know that they can take on the challenge and find success. A great way to start off with something small and then build up to something more challenging. So for me, it was starting a blog and then moving on to this podcast. So now I'm going for a new challenge with myself and some other areas of my life that I want to do. When you set out challenges for yourself, you are training yourself to work on yourself and build confidence within yourself. So number seven, focus on learning and improving. So this is one of my favorite things to do is to learn. And I really feel like there's always room for growing. There's always opportunities to learn to grow. And so what I've found is confident people who do focus on personal growth in any area of their lives, that could either be professional or personal, the concept of learning and improving helps you get a better understanding of yourself and becoming more confident in believing in yourself. If you feel stuck and not sure what to, like what to work on, I want you to think about hobbies. Maybe interests that you think may make you feel better about you. 
Look at your career. Is there something that you can work on professionally to make you a better person? This can be as simple as keeping your desk, maybe your files more organized. Um, you, this doesn't mean you have to become the next CEO of your company. Um, if that's what you want, go for it, man, go for that. Keep learning how to do it and move up. Um, but keep up with your progress so that you can see how far you come. Number eight, speak and present yourself very clear. Speaking and explaining yourself with clarity and confidence, not only present yourself confident, but you will actually become more confident. So remember speech class. And I really do blame that class for all of my anxiety issues. <laughs> Just kidding. But so yeah, what I did learn in that class is what I practiced and kept working on my speeches on specific topics. I got more comfortable standing in front of the class and giving the speech. So when I gained more knowledge of a topic, I was able to get my point across in a clear way. So I encourage you to practice speaking to others about things you love or passionate about. I encourage you to talk about something you may consider maybe an expert on. Um, speak with clarity and confidence. So let's say maybe you know a lot about, I don't know, making an apple pie. This would be a good chance to practice talking to others about the details of what makes making apple pie so amazing. So you are able to practice speaking with others and then that when you start getting more comfortable with that, you become more confident. So let's move on to number nine, knowing your weakness. Okay, we all have weaknesses. You will hear me throughout this podcast and even if you read my blog, Confidence Equals Beauty, I will share my weaknesses. I mentioned before that my weakness is being on time. And I really do hate to admit the struggle for me, but I think it's so important that I'm aware of this. I know that I will have to continue to work on this every day. I know if I continue to work on this and I have seen there are moments I can knock it out, show up on time. I am rocking and rolling like I need to. When you are confident, you take the knowledge of your weakness to another level. By knowing your weakness, you can step up. You can make improvements. You can work on the areas in your life. You know, another weakness is I know is if I do not keep to a routine and schedule, I will get so sidetracked and nothing will get accomplished. I think people like try to hide their weaknesses because they're scared for people to know about it or they're scared to even face it. But I really do encourage you, find your weaknesses, know them, and let's face them head on so you can improve your confidence even more. And last, number 10, please try not to compete with others for your own confidence boost. I have a saying that I strongly live by and believe. I do not remember who said it or where it even came from. But the saying I have is, I believe there's enough space in this world for everyone to shine in their own unique way. This means that you and other people can shine at the same time or at different times. But it's so special to just be you. Confident people know that they are successful and they do not need to be anyone or prove their worth. I believe this is so important to prove yourself and know your worth. I do not believe that you need to be better than anyone else to feel you need to improve yourself. I love healthy competitions like sports, pageants, dance competitions, debate teams, you name it. 
I believe there is true growth in healthy competitions on how you can better yourself or for the greater good of the team. But I believe that unhealthy competitions, however, can just be outright ugly. And if you know you are there and you're being ugly during a competition, there's just no need for that. The best feeling in the world that happened to me was the moment I realized I did not need to compete with other people. Like I did not need to keep up with the Joneses. I realized I really did love me and accept me for who I was. I learned that everything did not need to be perfect or present as perfect. And that was a bad habit I had was showing up, presenting myself as everything was perfect. But inside I was just a nut case, just, I don't want to say nut case, but you know, I was just full of anxiety, just not feeling like I was being me because I felt like I had to be something. I had to show up as something maybe someone else wanted me to be, or I had to show up making sure I looked like the perfect package. I learned that I did have confidence in who I was. And there was so much joy and freedom when I had this realization. So in closing, remember confidence is something that you have to focus on. It's a lifestyle change and it has to be worked on every single day. I just want to give you these helpful tips that helped me in my own season of building confidence in my life. And I do really want you to find these tips helpful. I believe in you and I know that you can do it. And remember, confidence equals beauty. If you're looking for more information to read on building confidence or just any life situations, please visit www.confidenceequalsbeauty.com. If you have any questions on any topic you want me to cover, please email me at amandarobinsontaylor at gmail.com. If you would please help me get this podcast to more people who could use the community and support, please like, follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, please rate this podcast, preferably a good rating, so this podcast can reach more and more people. I want to thank you for spending your time with me, and remember, confidence equals beauty.